In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the second Sunday of the Blessed Month of Kiyah, and we know that this is the Sunday where we read the Annunciation with the birth of the Messiah when Archangel Gabriel visited Saint Mary and told her about the incarnation of the Son of God. And Saint Mary definitely is blessed more above all of the human beings and we exalt her even above the ranks of the angels for her virtues and we can reflect and meditate on many of them. But one of the main characteristics of Saint Mary that she was a peaceful person. She was full of peace in and out. And this kind of virtue is something we strive to attain and it's the sign of the presence of God in a place. When there is peace, God is present, even in us as individuals also. So today we'll speak a few words about the blessedness of the peace of heart, speaking about the graces of a peaceful heart, and also how to strive to attain it. What are the graces of acquiring a peaceful heart? What do we gain out of this? The Lord said, I give you my peace. It is not, not like anything else the world can give to you. Sometimes we hear the word and it looks familiar and we can define what is peace is. Maybe we can write about it. But when it comes to reality, not many of us are really enjoying this or even understand what does it mean to acquire peace from within. We think peace is related about circumstances. Things are going to be in a favorite way. I have no enmity with anyone. My finances are going well. I am successful in my career. And I'm not fighting with anyone. So I am enjoying peace. But this is not exactly what is the peace of heart is about. The peace of heart is something is from within. It has nothing to do with the outer circumstances or the conditions happening around us. The first grace of a peaceful heart is that when we acquire it, as I said, we become truly a temple for God. God is a God of peace, and He dwells in peace. And that's why in, even in the church, if the church is divided or a house is divided, God cannot dwell in this place. He will depart. He will leave it. In order for us also to be this temple of God, as St. Mary was, it is only through acquiring this inner peace. You remember when God wanted a man to build for him a temple or a house, David offered to do this task and he prepared everything and he asked God, can I do this? And God told him, no, you can't. You were engaged in many wars and accordingly you cannot do this kind of job. Who will do it? Your son. Solomon, that his name means peace. It is this person who can build the house because again his life will reflect this kind of peace. When we acquire peace in the heart, we become a dwelling place for the Spirit of God. We become temples of God. The peace of the heart also is the way to right thinking. Every time we are disturbed by anger, by passion, by lust, by envy, we cannot think straight. We all know this very well. Once we lose it, then we do something or say something that's definitely we will come to regret later on. 
The only way for us to be able to make sound decisions, to think in a clear way and make what is right, is when we acquire this kind of peace in heart. It is also our only way to know how to pray in a way that's acceptable before God. We know very well this. We all experience this. When we are angry, we cannot pray. We cannot draw closer to God. We cannot raise our hands. We find this so difficult. So sometimes the devil, knowing this, get us engaged in silly conflicts at home, and then we lose our peace. And then we say, I cannot pray. We are losing prayer simply because we lost our peace. So this is something that we have to guard our hearts very well in order for us to be able to stand before God and meet with Him on daily basis. The peace of God also is not something that we only benefit from, but also the people around us. A saint in the Russian church called Saint Seraphim of Sarov, he has this saying about peace and it's a very famous one. He says, acquire the spirit of peace and a thousand souls around you will be saved. Sometimes we struggle in order for our children to become peaceful, to become content, to know God. Maybe actually this is the first step. We acquire peace ourselves in our hearts, in our homes. And maybe this will be the way for them to be introduced to that knowledge of the true God. How can they know God in an atmosphere of striving, conflict, and yelling and screaming. It's so hard that anyone actually will come to this kind of knowledge in an atmosphere like this. Also, when the soul is peaceful, the enemy has no access to it. When we have this kind of serenity inside, it is difficult to be tempted. Because as I said again, we become a dwelling place for the Spirit of God. It is the way to achieve victory in our spiritual warfare. This is the beginning where we strive to acquire this peace in our hearts. All of these are graces that's given, granted to a person who enjoys peace in heart. How to strive to attain it in few words. The main foundation of peace of heart is humility. A humble person will not be hurt by other people comments or criticism or maybe the circumstances around him that might not be very pleasant. Lack of humility is what makes us that we fight, we are sensitive. We cannot accept anyone to correct us. And we even can perceive any gesture or any word as insulting and this will disturb us. Saint Mary was an icon of humility. That's why also she was an icon of peace. The sacrament of confession is very helpful for us to acquire both humility and peace as well. When we go and open our hearts and our minds to the Father of confession, not only we at that time we expose our weakness, but at the same time we get rid of this kind of trouble of our conscience, all of this sense of guilt. It's very helpful for us that we do this and we do it regularly. The second step is that we should train ourselves not to follow our own will, mind, taste, or feelings. When we are driven by what we want, what we feel like, we end up into places where usually we cannot have peace. 
When the Spirit of God leads us, only then we know the peace of heart. Maybe our hearts will not be very happy when we say, I'm going to fast or observe abstinence or come to the church in a day when the final game in the World Cup is going to be played. But being here today, choosing this, choosing to go again is maybe our inclination. And this is how we show God that we are serious about the relationship. It is not about convenience or about what we like. It is about what we value. Something again will lead us either to peace or to lose it. The continuous watchfulness over the mind and the thoughts. Maybe I am, I'm enjoying peace from outside. But what about my, my thinking? We have thoughts, hundreds, thousands of them every day. Many of them are disturbing, are negative. It's so sad, This is, but this is human nature. We should be very watchful over what we think. Sometimes even thoughts come as wolves in sheep's clothing. Something looks innocent. Maybe a thought about future, what it carries for my children. And then I start to worry and so much lose my peace about how to secure the world around them. And then I end up losing my peace. Maybe actually remembering the day in the church and whom I met, who greeted me, who said what and in which way. And I end up finding myself, I am disturbed because someone greeted me in a way that I perceived as insulting. We have multiple thoughts and the only way for us to keep and maintain peace is to watch over these kind of thoughts. The whole battle starts here, what we think and what we believe. Another token also to strive to attain peace is to keep our outer senses in order. Should value the time of solitude and spiritual retreats. It is fitting during this season of fasting that we abstain from the media, maybe for certain days. Maybe the social media will be shut off entirely, the Facebook and unlike all of these. Maybe this also will give us time that we have some kind of peace. The time we spend in prayers, don't rush it. We go into our prayer room and we want to finish. For what? What is exactly waiting for us outside? Whenever we are to go and pray, make sure that you have enough time and tell yourself over and over, there is no rush. This is the most important thing I do it every day. Nothing more valuable than this time I spend it with God. Another step also is to struggle to love and live in peace with everyone. Reflecting on what people are saying or how they deal with us will eventually make us to lose our peace. People are, they are whom they are, they are subject of our love, we value every person regardless how they feel towards us. Those people who are disturbing you in particular should be you in your daily prayer by name, one by one. This will help us to have peace towards them. Another step also is to strive to keep our conscience unstained. Certain actions we feel like my conscience is not approving. If I try to override my conscience, I lose my peace. Even if I say to myself, everything is okay, it's not a big deal. I can fool myself by saying this and I continue doing whatever, but at the end of the day, I will never be able to enjoy peace. Something inside me will always be poking me. Something is wrong 
and my conscience will never let me to rest. Accustom yourself to bear all unpleasantness without trouble. It is a hard thing that you accept things that are not very, uh, very good or so much um, welcomed. There is a nice story about an old man and this old man was an example of humility and contentment. And so this man was sick and he was living of course in the monastery and then his disciple used to cook for him. His disciple wanted to do something sweet for him. While trying to cook something good for his master, then he got mixed between two bottles. One has honey and one that has a kind of oil and that's used to like lubricate machines. So it's definitely, it is very bitter, sour. So he added this kind of oil to the food of the older man without noticing. And he introduced it to the old man. The old man, while eating, he discovered that this is very sour, very bitter. But he continued eating. And then he took a couple of spoon and then he said, Oh, I'm okay. His disciple came and said, My master, why are you not eating? Please, take more. This is very good. So his master did the same. The old man took another two spoons while eating. It's very bitter, but he still didn't say anything. And then he said, I am okay. Then his disciple said, please, eat more. You have to take care of yourself. It is very good. I prepared it very well. And then while he was tasting himself, he found out that it's very bitter. So he cried to his master, I'm so sorry. I, for, I sinned, forgive me, I didn't mean it. So his master told him, don't worry my son, if God wanted me to taste honey, he would allow you to put honey in my food. God wanted me to taste something better today for my well-being, my spiritual well-being. Maybe the story sounds, oh, this is very good, but for us, how can we accept something that's unpleasant, inconvenient? This is not something I, we can live with. And then we struggle to make everything to be as we wish. And this kind of struggle eventually make us to lose our peace. Another point to remember, the peace of heart is disturbed by passion. Any kind of passion will disturb our peace. Definitely you are tempted, but there is a difference between temptation and accepting them. Every effort should be spent to fight against them. We feel justified I got angry because, I was lustful because, I was envious because, but at the end of the day, it is the same outcome. We lose our peace and then do what exactly we benefit when we surrender to passion. The last step is that patience is the key. If we want to build a house for God, that's ourselves, when we acquire God's peace, nothing good comes in one day. Be patient, work with yourself, and strive with no despair. One day I'm going to be there, I'm going to acquire God's peace, and then I will be a place where God will find rest in. May the Lord to grant us all to be enjoying this kind of peace of heart and become like Saint Mary, icon of peace and humility. To God is the glory forever and ever. Amen.